Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey guys, my name is Evan, and I'm a dumb dad. Hey guys, I'm Kevin, and I'm a dumb dad. Hey, hey dummy. Hey dummy. Cheers. Uh, cheers, I was me. Gifted, I was gifted. Uh, yep. A beer today. We've talked about this brewery before. We're gonna we're gonna drink a beer together. I I um, did a drop off at your place, and we've talked about this before. It's this McLeod's McLeod Ale Brewing Company up uh, up the road from me. That's the second biggest brewery in Van Nuys. Nice. Um, and they just had their sixth anniversary. Which is really cool. Congratulations to them. And so I stopped by and picked up their sixth anniversary beer, uh, which is an Imperial Double Mash Stout, 13% alcohol by volume. And I dropped one off at your place. And this is a gorgeous box. It's a really cool sort of retro-looking box, little little uh, souvenir box, I guess, that it comes in here. And the can is cool. It's got like a golden number six on there. Um... And I believe this is probably a very light beer, easy to drink, six or seven of them. Um, <laughs> you've taken a sip. Tell me what you think. Holy crap. <laughs> 13%. This is like a glass of wine in terms of alcohol content. Your typical That is correct. Light it's, beer. It's a, like a, a Coors a Light is like wine four is and 14. a half. Yeah. Yeah. Coors, Coors Light's like four and a half. Four and a half is four. A strong IPA is seven or eight is or Budweiser eight is a good strong IPA. The average lager Budweiser is five percent. Yeah. So is... now, and you've taken a sip. Tell me what you think. Right, can um, you give us a Imperial Double Mash Stout? This is dark in color. This looks like black beer. Well, the mash comes from uh, the look your face makes after tasting the pure grain alcohol. <laughs> Oh, sister, that's... <laughs> From this angle of the video FaceTiming you, it looked like you were going to just put the whole thing back. <laughs> it looked like you were just, just going to... like the most incoherent podcast we've yeah. ever done. <laughs> After about 10 minutes, I would just be like, hey, man, take it away, buddy. We get to the dumb dad joke and you're going on for like 30 minutes. It's just a story. <laughs> <laughs> trying to explain my joke, which I just tried to make up. This is This is a... This is fantastic. It's a good beer. Support your local breweries, guys. Yeah. This will take a while to drink. Might I say There's a lot of flavor in that, though. Uh, Might I say happy Father's Day to you, sir. (laughs) Oh, yes. Happy Father's Day to you, sir. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. I love the the mash of the face you make. That's pretty funny. Um, Yeah, happy Father's Day, buddy. Cheers to that as well. Cheers. We did it. We, um, we, we did it. We've done it. We were fathers for another year. <laughs> <laughs> and another year drags uh, moves. We we. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. It was another, uh, like all these holidays and events and everything. It was another, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I expected that, and I anticipated that, and was totally fine with that. Well, ours is cool. We did. I think we discussed where we were going. We went. We went uh, camping. That is cool. We took Emmett camping for the first time, which was super awesome. Um, but I guess probably for that reason, maybe it was to get out of the house and try to do something. Um, not necessarily for Father's Day, but just have you for, guys 
Has none of the kids been camping before? We probably covered this in the last no. podcast. We have talked about it, but it was just, well, just in terms of timing, we were we told Emmett, because he had wanted to go, and then he's, we said, you know, you got to, Henley's got to be able to walk before we go camping. We're not going to crawling, you know, crawling camping. I guess we probably missed the window of maybe taking almost an infant. It probably would have been easier. Um, it would have been more work for one of the people to be holding her the whole time while other stuff's going on, but... It's also a lot of work now that she's almost two for her to be just running everywhere. <laughs> so, but it was great. And, and then, of course, right about the time it would have been nice to go camping, maybe in the fall, mm-hmm. uh, it probably would have been pretty good. But you thought I June just, in California. <laughs> well, no, we didn't. We never you thought, would have you thought June we in Southern California. Let's go outside with no AC. Uh and then, so we thought probably in the new year, um, you know, February, something like that, would probably be a pretty good time before it gets too hot. So you get a good weather change and a yeah. nice campfire, et cetera. But then COVID, and then here we are. So um, now it's just been so many days inside. It was like, let's go do something outside. And one of the most acceptable things to do is to go camping. You can go camping. I mean, you don't touch anybody or not near anyone. You register yeah. online for your campsite and everything. And even then, the uh, campsites were, you know, at 50% capacity was their new That's their nice, new max though. Capacity. I would love that. Yeah. Because I've been camping out here a few times. Yeah. I think like three or four times I've gone camping out in California. And, I mean, no complaints. Maybe it's, a lot of this could just be my memory. But I know I've been to a few campsites when I was younger that were like, I felt at least as a kid. So this is where I'm probably wrong. It felt like it was more separated, like site to site. And a lot of these ones seem on top of each other. In a lot of the campsites we've been to in California, we've been to three different ones now out of four times going. Uh, but uh, a, f- a 50% capacity. So every other site was blocked off, right? Yeah, every other site. That's pretty nice. And that being said, that's right or left of you. And um, But we did share a backyard with somebody okay, in terms that's... of looking back through our campsite you could see there was another campsite and for the first night there was nobody and then i think the next morning or they showed up late or the next morning they showed up or something so every other site right to left but also you know they kind of how they turn around in campsites and everything so for the most part but we never felt you know but the kids loved it like they're like 100 feet from us 200 feet from us you know and so it was kind of it was what it was we have we have a hammock that i bought and i i fixed it between a couple of trees and the kids were swinging in it and then the people that moved in close they they kind of they kind of moved in close and they were, i mean i moved in behind us and then while mom and dad are kind of setting up camp they're kind of relaxing and then like the kids kind of come over and they're like kept creeping closer like they're just looking at like other kids you know how kids do or whatever yeah but i kind of kept waiting like You've got to. You guys have got to be thinking the same thing. We're thinking. Let's get out of the house with the kids and go <laughs> yeah. do something. And here, your kids are like getting closer and closer to my kids. Where it was like, it was like, well, the kids don't know what six feet is, but they're getting pretty close to six feet. When are we gonna? <laughs> when is this gonna stop? And so I, <laughs> I just like from halfway across our campsite, I go, okay, guys, that's close enough. Thank you. <laughs> to this, like probably, you know four or five or six That's and three year old or two dad or moment you such a dad moment parented another <laughs> kid really what i was doing was saying aloud enough to parent the other parents because no, it was i know what kind you're of doing annoying. i know exactly yeah. what you're doing 
it was just it was just annoying that it was like, ah, why do I have to say something? Can't we just go? You camp over there. We'll camp over here. Keep an eye on keep an eye on him enough. And those parents reeled their kids in. They reined their kids in. Yeah, you know, just they, yeah. Then they kind of said, "Okay, guys, well, come on over." You know, I was like, <laughs> what well, I, yeah. What I love is that oh, at least one, if not both, of them was like, "Fuck that guy." Yeah, he's right, but whatever. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like you know that moment when somebody like does something to you, and you're like, "Yeah, I know you're right, but I'm still allowed to be mad at you." Yeah, but you're but you got to have to say it like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're just kids, man. Come on. I should have said that to him. I should have said that to him. <laughs> that's what the dad was mut- right now. That's what the dad was muttering on the whole drive yeah. home. <laughs> next time, don't tell me to not say something because I'll say something. I totally will say something. Oh, that's great. Next time. That's next wonderful. pandemic. I swear. I'll um, be on. That's amazing. But yeah, man, it was Good fun. for you, man. It was Camping's great. great. Camping is super fun. I don't really understand how you could not be into camping. Because you can do camping and stay pretty clean. Like, everybody goes a day or two without taking a shower once in a while, right? Right. Come on. So, <laughs> As you a, can if do you're it. a parent, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, yeah, you're, you're glamping when you're parenting. <laughs> but, but, I mean, you, you can kind of. You can also do camping and. And stay clean if you want. If like the outdoors make you nervous or whatever, and get, you know, a propane stove and learn a new. You could learn how to do that. I mean, is it really that hard to, to just yeah, be outdoors? I, or maybe the whole thing is just like, why would you even do that? I guess I don't know. I, I will say to the dumb to the dummies out there listening, uh, if you don't like camping, you don't have a good memory of it, or you just don't feel like you're interested, you gotta make it as comfortable as you can for yourself. Because it is camping, you don't have to rough it. It's just an opportunity. No, no, that's just an opportunity. Point. It's an opportunity to sleep outside. So, like, once we got like a fire going that time, the bugs went away. And this is with our kids, because um, we we're also like watching the kids and the bugs. And like, once we got a fire going, which was like, it was like one of those stigmas. We go, we can't start a fire. The sun is in the sky. But, <laughs> but like, yeah, if you want the bugs to go away, light a damn fire. We lit a fire and the bugs went right away. And then it was just like, oh, yeah. okay, and like. Make it as comfortable as you can for yourself. Like, and camping is just so fun. The kids have a, the best time. It's like, I, I'm the same. I'm. The same. I don't get. I guess I get people that just don't want to get dirty. I guess, but like, your kids are gonna get dirty. But also, they get dirty when they go in the kitchen. So. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I, that's what I'm saying. Like, you could you can go camping and not get dirty. You know, it's just yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I am chewing I on think this it's, beer. No, I. Th- <laughs> <laughs> That's also the mash. You got to mash it when you're molars. <laughs> the yeah. uh, the other thing I'll say about what what you said, which is like that they they tend to be like it kind of feels more like communal camping with how close you are to other campsites. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely remember feeling like that as a, now I grew up in the Pacific Northwest, so maybe I have that bias in me as well. Maybe my parents would say, "No, nah, it's because you were six. You didn't know what you're talking about, or a ten. You don't know." Mm-hmm. But it did feel like, oh, this is our camping area. Yeah. We we found this, you know, or I don't know. It, but there was no I – rem- I mean, I definitely remember highlights of camping in my mind with my mom, my mom and dad, and there was no parking space. So we were, like, pulled over by the side of these trees, and then this was like, this looks kind of like a good spot. Yeah. And maybe it's just my lack of knowledge of campgrounds where you that's more structured or 
that we own this part of the wilderness and so you can adventure off and find all kinds of spaces um i totally understand now more so in california where you can't just be trusted to go off into the woods and light fires and shit by yourself because yeah but so i so it's to me it'd be like finding a mixture of that and like you know feeling like you're roughing it more right like feeling of roughing it because i don't feel like it's Roughing it to me feels like you're out of your element in a way that you, maybe you're not prepared for what you're doing. I have no interest in it, doing you know, that. You know, roughing with it children. to me is. Yeah. <laughs> but, you I know, have... roughing it to me. But, but, or, you know, just being a little bit more natural about it. Yeah. And in terms of, you know, this place was, you know, this place is cool. It had a big iron, like, fire pit. It also had a stand up, like, iron barbecue. And so you're rough in a big picnic table, you know, which is, which is great. Um, and so the idea that you're roughing it, which is essentially just knowing how to light coals and basically barbecue all your meals yeah. and then utilizing the coals in the fire pit to heat things up and do bacon and all that kind of stuff in the morning, which I'm comfortable doing. And so it doesn't feel like roughing it to me. It just that feels like, yeah, this is where we're going to cook. Well, yeah, no, we don't have a stove, but that doesn't that's no big deal. Yeah, um, that's nice. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I love I would love the idea of just kind of hiking into someplace and, you know setting up camp like that but that's a good father's With the day kids and everything too you got to have you got to bring coolers and stuff like that too so you're honking all that stuff you're all going stuff. somewhere deep so i have no interest in doing that with kids but it was fun man it was fun to see it through his eyes Emmett looks up through the tent and is like whoa look at the stars yeah our kids, we live in my kids LA don't know and, stars yeah they can't see the street they can really see the street lights that's what they think stars are it's so smoggy like i want to see the stars of the street lights <laughs> But it was great. Great to see it through his eyes. Can't wait to go go again soon. Yeah. Uh, what about you, buddy? Did you uh, did you did you camp in your living room? Did you set up a tent? Uh, my Father's Day was similar to yours. Uh, I got to go for a, a five minute walk by myself. <laughs> that sounds so luxurious. Oh man, yeah. Left the phone. Just kind of wandered. It was nice. <laughs> Did you have your hands in your pockets and you're like kicking pebbles down the sidewalk or were you in more of a skipping mode? No, it was pebbles. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. It was, it was a relaxing. It, it's so weird. Even before COVID, I think, and I'm not saying this is like a false humility or whatever. I just don't. Don't care. blame COVID, Kevin. I just don't care for Father's Day. It's a bit, embar- it's a bit embarrassing, isn't it? It's a bit embarrassing. What father really does look forward to it, to be honest? What mother looks forward to Mother's Day, um, except for the breakfast in bed? But no, it was good. It was it was it was nice. Getting you know, you get the homemade things. You have fun, you know, have fun with the What's kids. What's better than that? You have dinner after the kids go to bed. That's always nice. Which is uh, Henley. Henley and Henley and Katie are looking at me through the garage window. I think Henley is going to bed. <laughs> She's wondering why you have car oil in a drinkable cup. <laughs> why, is daddy, why is daddy drinking motor oil? Yeah, don't drink that. Used motor. This would be defined as used motor oil. I'm sure you've seen motor oil before. This is not motor oil that you would pour in your car. No, that's what comes this out. This is motor oil that is. Yeah, this is what comes out. Six thousand after the original. <laughs> how, how great would that be? This would. That's how you should open the, this can. Is. There's a little wing nut thing you twist at the bottom and it just pours out of the bottom of the glass. It comes with a tiny spill tray. <laughs> exactly. And you got to do it quick and then wipe it off. You get a rag so you can wipe it off your hand. Oh. Um, 
No, uh, but what's funny is uh, you were talking about Henley. You weren't going to go camping until Henley can walk. So Julian's walking. Yeah. He's been walking for a little bit. And my God, you know, it, you know, you see your kid do something and you're like, wow, what it like is a natural. She's a natural, you know? Yeah. Kid, the kid, <laughs> yeah. Kid's going to play in the major leagues. Like I'm telling you, the kid hits a baseball out of the, you know, out of the park. The kid, you know, see the way the kid draws. He's three. And I'm telling you, my son, one years old, walking, he's garbage at it. Just. <laughs> some people don't. There's some. You have strengths. So he... And you have weaknesses. And you need to know those. It's important to know as a human. And, uh, and Once walking. he gets started, is he okay? Is, if he gets going, if he, is he, when he gets to speed, is he fine? Or is he just horrible? <sighs> That's true. It's not consistent, man. It's just... okay. So he's, I'm thinking maybe he's going to be a runner, but maybe maybe a race car driver. He's he could like, be. Walking I think... is for losers. Get in a car and drive fast. That's what I'm saying. He might be a great driver. He's. I think he's. You know how they. You know how they say that animals know when an earthquake is coming, and they like they run to high ground. <laughs> yeah. And all that stuff. I feel like he feels when an earthquake is coming anywhere on the planet. Because he'll just walk, and then his entire body will just jostle and fall to the ground. Uh, he's covered in in uh, in bruises and cuts. You know, thank God that got we're, to be. Thank God we're we're at stay at home because uh, I think somebody would call call someone on us if they saw him in public. <laughs> he falls so. He fell the other day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, he's just learned how to walk. He's got to He's gonna. He's not gonna be. He's not gonna be good at it. He's just gonna forge ahead, he's, fall down a bunch of times. Yeah, he's or, he's, or is he knowing? He's not improving. Is that your concern? <laughs> no, he's he's he is improving, but it's just funny with how how much he snaps back. He overcompensates, and it's hard to explain it to him because. Uh, he, he knows he knows no languages, so <laughs> yeah, he's starting to explain the concept of overcompensation. <laughs> because he'll fall forward and then go, I don't want to be forward. I want to be back. So he'll swing his head back right on the coffee table. And I mean, ah. I, I've seen him pinball, on, or ping pong more than enough times. You know, just bam, bam, <laughs> bam, bam, like all the way down. And he likes to climb everything. He's just a mess absolute mess <laughs> so that's what we're dealing with just like busted lips and like cuts them like right under the eye i mean he looks like a boxer he looks like a tiny little boxer and he walks like that boxer who got punched enough times and you're like just go down man just go down like dude give up you're getting your ass whooped you gotta chill out you know what he walks like su- he walks like a, a marathon runner at the end who didn't drink enough water <laughs> Like a baby giraffe? Like a baby giraffe. That's what he looks like. And everybody's like, well, he is a baby. But I would argue baby giraffes walk like that the first five minutes. (laughs) Yeah. That's, man. That blows my mind. I can't even. uh, Like for for a human being to have to be taught how to walk. I mean, right? I mean, like, have and you have to work on exercise, you know. They probably figured out eventually, but you work on yeah. exercises and and sort of like and just culture them into 
eventually walking upright. Baby giraffe falls out of that thing. It's like, let's get some work done right now. I think horse, it's because... Horse, giraffe, cow. And I think it's because ha- like, they, they come out knowing 80% of everything they need to know. Because it's all instinct. <laughs> and, I mean, a baby giraffe falls out and the mom goes, Hi, I'm your mom, just so you know. Around that corner, there are lions, and they do want to eat you, so you're going to want to learn how to walk. Yeah. Stand up. <laughs> I was, are, you, are you throwing shade at uh, animal parents, or are you... Uh, no, they're great. They're wonderful. But they say, like, you've reached your peak. You're going to be the greatest. You're you, you're going to be the greatest you've ever been after a week. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely a parenting technique. You know, uh, you tell them you'll never be better than you are right now, and sometimes that produces some of the greatest artists of our time. Ah, uh, well, you can't argue with that. I will say this: <laughs> I wanted to go back on something you said. <laughs> I wanted to go back on something you said. You said uh, when animals, like you know, animals. Uh, can generally tell uh, that there's going to be an earthquake before there's going to be an earthquake. Yeah. I just wanted to say to all the animals out there, thanks for the heads up. I know. Appreciate that. For all the work that we do for animals, maybe like a little, uh, hey, you know, a little pass the note across the desk once in a while would be a major help. My guess is cows probably know more than any other animal that an earthquake is coming, but we treat them yeah, so Yeah, but see, their parents we... aren't teaching them to say anything, so that's on the cow parents. I think it's on us. I think we treat them so poorly. They're like, man, nah, I'm not going to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not today. <laughs> Maybe if you wouldn't shovel us into that barn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like dust into a dustpan. Maybe if we weren't uh, asked to nose for 12 hours of the day. That's depressing. Milk, hay, beef. Milk, hay, beef. Milk, hay, beef. Hey, there's an earth. Nah, f*** it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it'll take me too. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Guys, what we're saying is don't buy overly processed beef. If you are going to eat meats, go to local farmers. Uh, I could think of a company, but until they sponsor us, I won't say their names. But just do your research. <laughs> no freebies. No freebies, guys. That's amazing. Oh, sorry, animals. <laughs> I love animals. They're great. They're great. Well, I'm glad you went camping. That's great. Um I like to make fun of the fact that before co- before Safer at Home was put in place, you used to say, I quote, it's all the same day. I feel like you regret saying that a little bit. Uh, I feel pretty smart, actually. Tell me I'm wrong. Back then, they were vastly different days. <laughs> 100 days? Or it's more, like Fa- more than 100 days? It's crazy. Father's Day was my way of going, oh, Sunday. <laughs> that's good to know did you I get any uh, i was gonna ask you this did you get any uh uh classic father's day gifts D- did you get a t- did you get a nice new tie did you get uh what are, anybody I, I who what got a tie <laughs> <sighs> let me say this everyone is either not everyone essential workers and we appreciate everything you do but most people 
if you got a tie, everyone's working from home or not working at all. So a tie is just a slap in the face right now. I love a tie. I love getting suited up. I love getting dressed up. Any any excuse to wear a suit and dress really nice, I, w- I will absolutely Same. Uh, make the excuse and, or lean in and go for it. Because, again, well, let me tell you this to you now. dummies out there. It is so much better to be overdressed than underdressed. That is like... If if you had to make the uh, the Ten Commandments of fashion, that would be on there somewhere. Be overdressed. Do not be underdressed, because you can da- yeah. you can downgrade to a certain degree. You yeah. know, within within a, within reason, depending on the situation. But trust me, it's so much better to be overdressed. So you got a tie? No, I didn't get a tie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. But it makes me sad that. I have cool ties, you know. I got cool ties. I got I got some cool get-ups, but man, they're they're sitting there for a while, I think. Yeah. There's uh the tie, that's a big one. I don't know, cufflinks maybe. I don't know. What do you get a dad? Cufflinks is a cufflinks is a that's got to be I would argue those are that's worse than a tie. Cufflinks you wear with a French cuff shirt and the amount of ceremonies to which you it would be appropriate to be so dressed up that you're wearing a French cuff shirt is rare unless your money is long because a lot of very high-end business meetings i'm sure you could be dressed to the nines but come on dude you wear a french cuff shirt to prom and your wedding and you don't wear it to those either of those anymore (laughs) (laughs) because that looks ridiculous that being said of course how many french how many coupling sets do you have i probably have like four five hand-me-downs etc you get that but no, mine were. F- I, I think I have four. I I did the smart thing. Cufflinks were my uh, uh, groomsmen wedding gifts. I said, <laughs> yeah. "You guys got to wear." I was like, "French cuff shirts, guys," and they were like, "Jesus, okay." <laughs> and then, and then uh, can't wait till this goes away. The, <laughs> and then, uh, and then I gave them all uh, each cufflinks based on uh, based on like their thing. Like a, a buddy Yankees fan, he got Yankees. So oh, that's cool. Forth. I like that it was like personalized it to him because otherwise I'm thinking of it's they're like if it's, if it's personalized to your wedding, it's like when's the next time they're going to be thinking, you know what cufflinks I no, should wear? No. <laughs> I wanted to have cufflinks that day. I'd be like, these are fun. Um, I'll never wear French cuff shirt again, but it's nice to look at and go, someday. It's and true. Guess what? How many, yeah, yeah. How many days then, did you get to and guess? And you get buried with them. <laughs> <laughs> how many days did you have to guess from now? How many days would you have to guess the next time you're going to wear a French cuff shirt? How many days between now and the next time you would do that? I can't tell you the next time I'm going to wear a button-up shirt. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's moot. I can tell you, my son, Emmett, likes to go in the button-up shirt, but he doesn't want to button it. Just likes to let the chest breathe. That's because when you get to about noon or 1 o'clock, he's in his underwear. The very nineties. One hundred percent of the time. Really? Emmett will get oh, dressed. Okay. Emmett will get dressed. They'll get dressed about eight thirty or so, nine o'clock. And by one o'clock, he's in underpants. Did he do just lives in underpants? Doesn't want to wear <laughs> That's... the shirt comes off inevitably. But then of course it's a full circle of and we're sitting down for dinner or something like that, and he's sitting down, he's like halfway dinner. Mommy, I'm cold. You're sitting in briefs. <laughs> You're sitting at the table in briefs. Oh, that's good. And he looks at you like, there's an issue. I'm cold. 
Well, he's doing well, good luck putting him back in school. <laughs> I know. One o'clock on naked thing. I know. We, we've talked about that. We're like, this could be. We got. <laughs> and he's got this habit. Our doctor has said it's. Here's a heads up for you. And. Uh, little man grows up even <laughs> past walking for him, and he's got to have something else to do. Emmett constantly is holding his penis. Oh yeah, man. It's like a, they said it's like a habit that kids develop, especially boys, because it's something. It feels weird, whatever it is. But he's like, while he's talking to you, walking around, he's like holding it. I'm like, let go of it, dude. It's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> so between that and the fact that he can't stay dressed until two p.m., the first week or two of uh, social distance preschool or of kindergarten might be. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, I love. We love. Love having your son. Let me just start with saying he's a joy. Um, he's usually naked before uh, before we read the first book. And um, he holds his penis and I ask him if he needs to go to the bathroom. And he says, like, I'm an idiot. No, why? So if you could just talk to him about that, that'd be great. Yeah, we're working on that. We're working on that. Um, how's he doing with scissors? Is he getting better with the scissors? <laughs> Um, he's okay with the scissors. It's just tricky when he's, and scary when he's holding the scissors with the same hand he's holding his penis. So it's, we try to teach him to use the scissors at chest height rather than waist height in that situation. But I get what you're saying. Thank you. Well, he certainly tries to pull the chest height. So, um, (laughs) we're in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, I wanted to tell you, I, I did have a bit of a dumb dad. I did have a dumb dad moment. Last second dumb dad moment. Like, dumb dad moment before we called each other. Oh, hit me. When we... I remember this specifically. Usually, I think you do this as well. But when you when, when you podcast, you kind of want to be... You want to be comfortable to sit for a while, right? And be able to animate and talk and use right. your hands. Whatever you want to do. Be nice and comfortable. So I use my tripod usually. And on the bottom of this mic here, uh, which I think you do the same thing. Mm-hmm. You can hook it up to a tripod. Yep. And uh, so I usually just it's just hooked up to my tripod whenever we use it. I bring it out, and that's my little mic stand. And when we were going camping, I thought, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring some of my camera gear. Why not? I'll bring my mic. I'll bring a couple things. You know, I'll, I'll, who knows? I didn't really know exactly what the setup of the campground was going to be. Maybe I'll film some stuff. Or um, I ended up not really using it that much, but that's fine because when you don't bring camera gear, that's when you're going to see something amazing, and you were going to. Amazing. You know, you're going to be killing yourself. You should have brought your camera gear. Um, and I specifically remember taking the nut, uh, or excuse me, the bolt, out of the bottom of the piece of the tripod that holds it to the camera and setting that aside yep. so I could take yep. the microphone with me. And um, I don't know where that is anymore. And so this podcast, I've been holding my microphone because I don't know where yep. that bolt is. <laughs> You're channeling a, uh, a lot of Dick Clark on New Year's Eve right now. Except for this uh, dead cat on the top of this thing has been tickling my nose the whole time. Well, gesundheit. Uh, so, yeah. So, I have a tripod that won't hold anything to it. And uh, I'm going to have to f- figure out a solution to that. This is very uncharacteristic of me. Well, usually when I do something like that, I think, now the last thing I want to do is lose a, lose a little bolt like this. And so, I'll just screw it right back into place or whatever couldn't tell you where it is i mean there's nothing worse than i mean if there's a lesson most of us can't learn as human beings 
like fully learn like a hundred percent i'm i'm free of this habit <laughs> here we go it's it it's putting something down and going ah, i probably shouldn't put that there and then walking away i feel we're all guilty of that we totally are and i try not to make up i don't make it a habit of that because you know you kind of learn your lessons doing that and then next thing you know it, you, you lose you do that. it again especially getting older kevin we're getting up there we're getting older we're gonna forget things you can't just set something down and how many times do you do this a day you carry around something to drink during the day, water or whatever, just dealing with Lucy, changing diapers, going to school, checking in on Lucy, changing a diaper, putting down for nap, whatever. And you like, where's my water? I lo- like I lose my water. Like, you know, I, I probably pour myself three glasses of water or uh, some sparkling water or something a day and find it like hours later, half consumed, not because I didn't want. I just lost it. I forgot where I put it. I couldn't find it. And you think, oh, here's a good idea. Just about a half an hour ago, or before we started, I went to go take a drink of uh, sparkling water on the table, and Katie goes, I believe that's mine. I was like, man, I really wish it was mine. I thought it might have been mine. It's not mine. <laughs> Fifteen minutes later, I finally found it like in the bathroom on the top shelf of the bathroom shelving, where you yeah. would never put a beverage. I don't know why it was in there. Because you thought it was a good idea at the time. I know why it was in there because dumb, Emmett dumb, hurt him. Emmett hurt dummy. his knee again. He's been falling a lot too. Oh, well, he fell off his bike. He's been falling off his bike, scraping his knee up. So I've been taking care of his good. knees. And uh, he wanted That's to come good. and hang out he's with me learn. in the garage. And he went to go tell mom. I go, go tell mom you're going to be out. He's like, okay. And he runs away, and I hear him crying. He's, I fell on the cement and I hurt my leg. <laughs> so his broken. other knee is all scraped. All his knees are all scraped up. But just got strawberries all over his knee. Cold and I'm bleeding. Well, yeah. you're cold because you're naked again. And the ble- I feel bad for him. The blood freaks him out. As soon as he starts bleeding, he's like, "There's blood!" <laughs> he's freaking out. Oh man. Yeah. So we try to just normalize it. Hey man, guess what? You're gonna bleed a lot when you're a kid. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna lose gallons of blood over the course. You're gonna of your lose life. gallons anyway, of blood. Good man. night. Hopefully you sp- <laughs> hopefully you sparse it out. <laughs> I was telling him, I go, it's fine, man. I, you know, I, I skinned my knees all the time when I was a kid. You just put a Band-Aid on it. It hurts for a couple of days, and then you're fine, you know. And, Mommy, have you bled before? Of course I've bled before. Yeah, see, I mean, it's no big deal. He's like, okay. And he's like, and uh, his his scab needed to be cleaned off the other knee. I'm cleaning it, and he starts bleeding again. He's like, it's bleeding again. I was like, it's a drip, okay. It's no big deal. That's what happens. The body will bleed. It want, the body's getting the germs out. That's why it's bleeding. He's like, okay, okay, okay. And I'm sticking the band-aid on, band-aid on and he goes, what if somebody's whole body bled, bleeded? <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> and then you'd need a really big band-aid. I don't know what to tell you. Jim, Jim, sure, we're not going to cover that. You, then you'd be a mummy. That's your answer. <laughs> you'd be a mummy. But you're a daddy. All right, well, good night. <laughs> You had me there for a second. That was good. <laughs> Dumb. The thirteen percent hasn't <laughs> hasn't gotten to you. Not entirely. So sharp as a tack. Uh, I could drink five more of these. Let's just get in the, just get in the case. <sighs> it's good. Well, thank you for the beer. Thanks for the stories. Uh, you're doing great, uh, regardless of how your children turn out. Your validation um, is all I'm looking for in this life. That's all you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> you can say that again. Oh, man. Guys, 
Tell us how your Father's Day was. Uh, reach out to us. DM us. Send us pictures uh, of your ties. On Twitter or Instagram. Send us your ties. Send us your ties and your cufflinks that you don't wear. <laughs> Please. Um, I'm going to give another shout out. I haven't done this in a while, but thanks, at Verdue, for the beats. Appreciate Thank you, buddy. Playing. I do hear good things. <laughs> People tell me good things, and they, they, they like hearing it. Katie's always dancing. Uh, it's a good beat. Listen to the open the podcast. Yeah, it's a fun beat. It defines us as a uh, duo. And I love him. He's a good guy. I didn't need to say that. No, you didn't I need to. to. And I'd prefer it if you didn't. No. Because now it's like I'm not selling. It's his podcast. <laughs> yeah, because everybody's like, Ugh, all the best musicians are rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> do you have a uh, Do you have a dumb dad? outro i do have a dumb dad uh outro joke for you yeah you ready always no matter what time of day it is what can be found right in the middle of the ocean water an e nice yeah that's a that's a dad joke yeah that's a spelling joke all right. Bye. Bye. Welcome to the world, little one. Welcome to life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.